Welcome to Geordie Lass and Doc Sass. One day, a Geordie and a Canadian walk into a bar and decide to start a podcast about relationships and what a topic that is. No subjects are off limits. Get in touch today with us at geordielass.com or email info at geordielass.com and let us know what you think and what we should talk about. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. Good morning. <laughs> How are you? Oh, I think I'm okay. I think I'm okay. It's like yeah. super kicking off here summer. I think it was like, did it hit 30 degrees Celsius? I don't know, but it was darn close. Like in the oh, nice. in the low 80s, I think. Fahrenheit, yeah. just for our folks mm. across the pond. Um, it was darn amazing yesterday. It was like minimal clothing seen on the street, all sorts of like untanned legs, you know, cleavage, just badassery clothes-wise. Everybody was just busting out their finest nothing. <laughs> Everyone just gets naked here real quick when the weather goes. <laughs> yeah. I had my uh, lily white legs out yesterday too. <gasps> very nice. Very nice. Yeah, now, were you sunning yourself on the back uh, in your garden? No, um, I wasn't. We went for dinner last night for, it's my other half's birthday this week. Oh. So we went for a nice dinner last night and I had a nice little dress on and my lily white legs were on show. <gasps> oh, beautiful. Oh, that <laughs> sounds no quite shame. lovely. With no shame. Good. Because <laughs> no you know shame. you're not alone. Yeah. yeah. Wonderful. Oh, great. Yeah. That sounds awesome. So the mm. party is kicking off in a big way? It's, uh, yeah, things are kind of... Um, suppose they're quite they're just quite normal really now I think mm-hmm. um the pubs aren't open like for um stand-up drinking like that's been delayed and postponed but um if you're going for kind of food and stuff like that or you can sit down and have a drink and mm. I was just saying today actually we've been just super lucky in Jersey because things haven't mm. really been that bad here mm-hmm. like in the UK they're starting to open up a bit now and They've had it just really, the restrictions have been quite tough, I think, in the UK. And we've not really had that in Jersey. So we've been super lucky, really. Life has been pretty normal. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I just have to put a shout out to uh, India, where where I have family and friends and in-laws and such. And they're going through just a horrendous, horrendous time. My my thoughts are there. It is. It's, yeah. It's not over yet. Yeah, it's just like that thing that just never goes away, isn't it? Really, it's just yeah. Yeah. It's like a little boomerang. It just keeps kind of raising its head again. Yeah, um, with just more mm-hmm. devastating news. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's it is tricky. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Even even Canada is just yeah lockdown solid in in just because Canada has just not kicked this for sure. I mm. I did read that in Liverpool there was a big dance party and they're doing research so they had like there four was, or five thousand yeah. people yeah yeah no they, masks they ran it on uh, two afternoons actually <laughs> um, and they had all the scientists there collecting all the data um, yeah. and everybody had to show a negative test yeah um, but there was no there was no masks there was no distancing mm-hmm. it was like a proper full on uh, party so <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Right. people were so excited I mean you would be wouldn't you right like yeah. Yeah, I think there was there was one woman um, interviewed and she had some hand sanitizer with her and they confiscated her hand sanitizer. Like you're not allowed in there with this. You know, it's it's back to the pre-COVID like don't bring in your hand sanitizer. It might be alcohol. Yeah. Like to yeah. consume illicitly. Yeah. So, I mean, what a wonderful. But I didn't know in, in Britain that there, the cases were so low that there was only like some 63 cases a day or something like that. Some astronomically low numbers that's actually pretty cool yeah and they've motored through in the um with the vaccine like they've just been 
in some places they had um 24 hour uh, vaccination centers um, oh, good for them to power through it all so yeah, yeah i think they've kind of you know they've they've certainly rolled it out at a speed yeah oh yeah. yes that's the only that's the only thing in our armamentarium right now is the vaccine go get it guys i had my second dose yesterday so uh feeling a-okay ready to start going out licking subway poles and kissing strangers <laughs> in two weeks but not before two weeks because you have to wait for the two weeks after your second dose yeah and then according to the yeah. cdc i think that you can do all sorts of unmasked behavior with other vaccinated people wow i know sounds exciting anna <laughs> uh, you you know it <laughs> like un, unmasked behavior get me started <laughs> so if that gets us vaccinated the promise of doing unmasked behaviors uh then let's get her done yeah <laughs> just sounds so naughty uh doesn't it i know exactly i think we have to inject a bit of the naughty and the spicy into public health measures right it can't be boring we have to talk about absolutely all the sorts of nasty bad decisions and like regrettable things that we want to yeah. get back to yeah, it's been sure. far too responsible for far too long mm. yeah yep. yeah <laughs> so uh heading over to the relationship correspondence desk what is going on in the world well, talking of naughty. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go on. <laughs> I have got 15 warning signs that your partner is cheating on you, according <laughs> oh, to a therapist. Oh, would beautiful. you like to hear them? Oh, I certainly would, and I'm taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, full disclaimer, if you identify with any of these, it has nothing to do with me, all right? Just remember that. <laughs> ah, okay, okay. Sounds good. I, I'm just sharing a story, that's all. Perfect, yes. <laughs> all right, so... 15 ways to um, signs to spot if your other half is having an affair. So the first one on the list is um, their schedule changes with no good explanation. Ah, like the whole I'm late, I'm going to be late from work all the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep, like it, yep. Um, they're suddenly unreachable. Yes, phone is off, yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. they have a decrease or an increase in libido. Good. Oh, so I like that you highlighted the possibly an increase. That's kind of mm. nice. All right. But yeah. a decrease for sure. We do do see that. Yep. Well, yeah. I mean, if they're getting a hot sex somewhere else, they might want to bring that into yeah. the bedroom. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Their friends don't seem as friendly as they used to be. So they oh, might be in on it because they, they might know, what's, know go- what's going on. Right. Yeah. And I, I mean, to be honest, and maybe they're not as friendly because they're just kind of embarrassed and they don't want to do. And it's just super awkward. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, that's what hard. I was going to say. They kind of feel a bit guilty. They're not yeah. really sure kind of what to do. So yeah. you can see oh. how that would happen. Terrible. Um, yeah. Their phone habits change. So that like, kind of, mm. you know, keeping their passwords private, always mm. on their phone or kind of yeah. suddenly putting it down when you step into the room, that sort of thing. Ah, bringing the phone into the loo. Yeah. <laughs> if you weren't already doing that, if it's a new change. Yeah, I mean, my kids are terrible for uh, texting on the toilet. I know, right? <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? I know. It's disgusting. I know. Um, but they do frequently text common. me to say, can you bring me some toilet roll as well? <laughs> <laughs> do you know what's funny? is like in the back in the days, we would just open the door and yell like, hey. Yeah. But, you know, kids these days. <laughs> oh, man. I'm surprised that, like, they don't post an Instagram story about, like, hey, mom, I need toilet paper. That's hilarious. <laughs> Snapchat. Oh, yeah. man. Kids today. All right, go on. All right. Um, so they suddenly pay more attention to their appearance. 
Oh, yes, for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Start dressing up a little bit more. Yeah. Like getting a new gym membership. Yeah. Trying to get buff. Yeah. Um, they just they seem to be around a lot less than they used to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What they say and what they what actually happens isn't adding up. So mm. they get caught out by some things. Mm-hmm. They were supposed to be out with Bob, but like Bob's like, uh, yeah, no, I, we weren't. Bob's doing an Instagram live. Yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. Right on. Good Instagram. Yeah. No way to go. <laughs> <laughs> they don't disclose details of their day anymore. So they stop sharing things. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They accuse you of being a cheater. Ooh, very. Mm. Uh, And that's actually, if I may say, that's actually apparently a very common like narcissist tool. Like if a narcissist is cheating, they'll tend to throw it back on you and say, well, why are you suspicious? Are you guilty about what you're doing? Yeah. Yeah. That can actually be a really common thing. Yeah. They start giving you more gifts than usual. Yeah. Guilty. Guilty. (sighs) Isn't it really that kind of guilty gift coming out coming out your way yeah i mean unless you're like well i don't really mind all that sure i'll get the gifts go ahead and cheat (laughs) i'd like to put in an order for like a diamond ring and like uh all expenses paid vacation to europe sure yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. milk it if you want to is all i'm saying yeah they're suddenly really critical of you Mm. i take issue with the suddenly critical though because I would say that like there's some people who are always critical or or maybe their criticism has like dialed up a notch or is more vocal as opposed to you feeling their uh, disapproval. Maybe they're now saying it. Yeah. Or it says here about um, their kind of inner anxiety state starts to create a real tension. Mm. And that's where that kind of the attitude changes. Oh, OK. Got it. Yeah. Got mm. it. And the last couple, so we've got uh, the relationship issues you've had in the past don't seem to be there anymore. Oh, because they're getting an outlet. So they're no longer a concern because they're kind of already looking for a way out of the relationship. They're checked out. Oof, yeah. they're checked out of the yeah. hotel. Ah, that sucks. Yeah. Um, they get defensive when you ask them why certain things have changed. Mm-hmm. And then the last one is they're really on top of your schedule. So they kind of, they want to know where you are. Oh, yeah. And I guess that's so that they know when they've got time spare. Time windows. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why that that this is, (laughs) I don't know why this is devastating. Yeah. Yeah. Oof, that is a really good article. And that comes right from the source, right? Of a therapist Mm. who works with us all the time. But yeah. Yeah. That's devastating. And these are, that just really hurts. Yeah. Yeah. So if you notice any of these, what would you tell the listener, if they're starting to think like, hmm, some of these sound familiar, what would you do? Confront it head on. Mm-hmm. You just got to have the conversation, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. It's about saying, look, I've noticed that a few things don't seem to be the way they were and mm-hmm. some things have changed, Your whether they're going out more or, and I would just ask the question kind of, so I'm just trying to understand what's going on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, and see where it goes. Good. Yeah. Good starting point. Yeah. Being direct as opposed to being sort of like passive aggressive or hiring a private detective, which people do do that. People do do that. (laughs) I mean, the thing is, the answer is actually not important. So the thing is, you can probably guarantee that most folks would deny. Yeah. And then after, you know, doing your due diligence, it's time for you to decide, do I have enough information that I need to be able to make a decision. And even if you've yeah. never received proof, if you feel like this is going on and if you feel like 
your partner's checked out or there's something going on and it just doesn't make sense and you feel poorly about it, you have all you need to make a decision. So yeah. there are some people who might leave the relationship or make a decision where they've never actually heard from their partner like yes, or they haven't caught them red-handed. So oftentimes we wait. I don't know if I ever told you this. Um, I had a, a patient once who was like, they wanted a full STI screen, like a full sexually transmitted infection screen. And they were hoping that something would turn out positive because they were sure that their partner was cheating on them. And they really wanted to catch them red-handed with a positive STI result, like something treatable, like chlamydia. Yeah. And I dug deep in, in that and I said, look, what would happen if this result is negative, if everything is negative? Would you allow yourself to move on and take the decision that you need to? Yeah. So people go to all sorts of extraordinary lengths, breaking into their partner's phone, mm. you know, to try to find evidence and like scrolling through their messages yeah. and that sort of thing. But like, uh, you might not need to wait for that to make a decision. Yeah. If you, if you've got suspicions, then even if it's not an affair, there's clearly there's something happening in the relationship that's making you feel unsettled, uneasy, mm-hmm. not feeling safe, secure in your relationship. So that needs to be tackled. Yeah. It's not serving you. You're being, you're yeah. not being treated. It doesn't sound like you're, you, it, any of these, if the, any of these are going on, you're not growing together. You're not learning about each other. You're not having fun. Yeah. Your passion is not being attended to. Yeah. You've just got to face up to it. Ask the questions. Yeah. Yeah. Get down, get deep. Get down, get dirty. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, that was quite frisky. <laughs> oh, I feel like we're in a feisty, ah, feisty one this week, Anna. We are. I know. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks for that, Miss Correspondent. Yes. Yeah. Always reporting. Always at the desk. <laughs> never taking a oh, week yeah. off. Yeah. Always at that love death. Yeah. Yeah. The love desk. Nice. Right on. Well, thank you. So, are you ready for a hot, hot, a hot, hot topic? Yes, I am. Let's go for it. Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> This week's hot topic is coping with my partner changing. Mm. Yes. And it might not mean that they're having an affair. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So to start us off, like, you know, whenever mm. we start a relationship, we just always assume that whatever we have right now is going to be like set in some sort of like, uh, um, what are the dinosaur like uh, petrification where nothing will change? Oh, the fossils. Fossils. That's right. Thank you. <laughs> this somehow like how we are and how we are together and how we are as people is going to be fossilized and will never change. And that, that mm. I'm going to, I'm going to own it. That's always been my assumption. And I think it's a critical, um, cognitive bias that we carry because when we inevitably change, cause if you were to ask mm. me like, Anna, are you going to keep on changing? Of course I'm going to keep on changing. Yeah. Then we get really unsettled. So change is mm. a is the only constant, but yet every single one of us are completely thrown off when change happens. Yeah. Well, we don't like change, though. We like things to stay as they are, because then we feel comfortable with life. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what do you make of this sort of like when you know I'm uncomfortable with my partner changing? Like, what do you read in that? I think it's trying to understand what is it that you feel uncomfortable like mm. you know really try and own it name it um feel it in your body like mm. try and really understand where it's coming from because there'll be something behind it like we know this right there'll mm. be something behind it so it's put and it's probably fear yeah so it'll be kind of that fear of the unknown fear that um they're changing and you're not mm. fear that they won't like you anymore or mm. you won't be good enough for them there's kind of there'll be all kinds of negative 
messaging that sits behind it. There'll mm-hmm. be kind of, there'll be some stories that you've created in your mind about what it means. Um, mm-hmm. And a lot of that won't be true, but mm-hmm. it feels real. It feels like it is true mm-hmm. and it feels really uncomfortable and mm. scary and terrifying to yeah. be in that place, I guess. It is. Yeah, I completely, yeah. I have, and even if it's perceived change, I have personally experienced that terror of like, oh my God, I feel rejected because I know that I'm, I'm going to be on the chopping block Yeah. because my partner's going to go out and find something so much more fabulous that, you know, because yeah. they're showing up more fabulously. But isn't it weird how the hot topic as stated is, you know, coping with my partner changing. We never said yeah. whether it was whether they were growing stronger or whether it was changing for the subjective worse. But weirdly, mm. it is always when our partner is getting more fabulous, more confident, growing into their own physically, like, you know, uh, getting fit, uh, changing their wardrobe, mm. getting a, a promotion or a raise. Like these are the things that are harder to cope with because I didn't hear. It's so interesting as we were sort of running through all the p- potentials. It's not like coping with my partner changing. They have become a lump, a potato on the couch. That's not... It's it's interesting, isn't it, that we're kind of... Because you're right, the change could be a negative change. It's interesting that we both kind of went to that place of they're getting kind of better and um, improving their life um, as opposed to their kind of, you know, know, not. And as you say, have they kind of suddenly kind of stopped taking care of themselves or, you know, maybe they're just not interested in the relationship. So you're right, there could be two different angles there as to how your partner's changing. But it's telling that the harder thing to cope with is your partner being more fabulous. Yeah. Those are the harder feelings. But I guess the answer is the same, whichever way they're changing Mm -hmm. is it is about you. What can you do? What should you be doing Mm. um, in order to deal with that? Mm -hmm. And I think it comes down to, um, you know, we talk a lot about awareness and Mm. understanding yourself. um, And I think that is the case in this situation is really get clear about what it means to you Mm. and for you and um, and whether the changes are something that you want to be happening in your life because you've then got a choice, Mm. haven't you, about what you do next. And if you're, mm-hmm. if you can raise your level of awareness, then you can create a conscious choice rather than a fear, mm. you know, a choice out of fear, I think. Yeah. Okay. Get conscious about it. Yeah. Awareness, yeah. acceptance that this is, this is happening. Like you can't, you can't try to sabotage your partner's change. I, I That's often what we, we don't accept yeah. the change and therefore we try to sort of bring them down being like, well, what are you being all fancy for? Or like, well, yeah. you know, what are you working out for now? I mean, are you cheating on me? Like, you know, it's funny. <laughs> I mean, yes, working out, starting all of a sudden taking on like a new New Year's or maybe a post-COVID uh, spring cleanup, right? Maybe your yeah. partner is going to sort of really get active and kind of step into their own. And we Mm. might be like, oh, you're cheating on me. Stop that. (laughs) Stop all that (laughs) self-improvement. And maybe, and that gets to your blog post, which was amazing, is like, that might be a negative bias where you may want to actually say, no, maybe they're just feeling like they want to take a positive change. Yeah. Accept it. That's, it's, it's happening. It's what they're doing. So what are you going to do with, with that once you step into a conscious choice? Yeah. And it may be, um, you know, that your partner's changing and actually that might kind of spur you on to address things that you've not, that have been kind of sat there for a little while in the background and you've not done anything about like, so I get really kind Mm -hmm. of curious and try and understand, um, 
you know, what has sparked in them to make them want to change. So I'd get really curious and try and understand that. And yeah. it might be that actually it's something that you want to have a wow. part of as well. Like, I mean, we talk a lot about personal growth, don't we? And that can be something that comes up in relationships where you get one partner that is has kind of made that decision actually I want to kind of really work on myself I want to develop myself Mm -hmm. and that can be terrifying for the other person because they kind of feel like I'm being left you know on the sidelines and this person I can see this amazing transformation but and if that is the case you know get curious about how are they doing it what sort of things are they putting in place you know where did Mm. they where did the motivation come from to start exploring some of these oh, things yeah. and these ideas? And and it could be that actually then you can learn from your partner and use it as a as an opportunity to really dig deep on some of your own stuff. Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. And you know, it's funny, I'm thinking not too far below the surface. I think the next like message coming up is, oh, must be nice. Must be nice to be able to have the time to change and go to the gym. Whereas I'm sitting here worrying about all the kids' lunches, worrying about what we're going to eat for dinner. And you're just cavorting out the door. And that's going to be oftentimes one of the first things that comes up is like, well, but I can't change because now you're leaving all the responsibility on my shoulders. And that is the thing to get curious and conscious about because there's a lot of envy. You're looking at your partner being like, you know, why are you all of a sudden taking a change and really getting into yourself and empowering yourself? And what exactly is it that's holding me back? Is it that the kids need their lunches and there's not enough time and they need to do the homework? You know, can I get powerful and start to see that I also have agency here? Mm. What would you say to somebody who were that, oh, must be nice? I can't do that because I have to be the responsible parent. You know, does that... Yeah. I think that, I mean, there's definite trouble in paradise if that's the route that you're going down because Mm. it's going to end badly, right? Mm Because you're going to carry around that resentment. You're Mm. going to, you know, you'll start to see that contempt Mm. for each other is going to kind of slip in. And Mm -hmm. I think you're on a slippery slope if if you're carrying around those feelings of envy and resentment. Yeah. um, Because it's going to, it's going to end badly. Yeah. But again, you know, take a look at yourself. Why is it that you feel like you have to be the martyr and you have to play Mm. that role? What, you know, what what role are you playing in this relationship? And Mm. you're, you're a grown up as well. So you can kind of make your own choices and you can have that discussion that says look Mm -hmm. I think it's amazing that you're taking time out you're going to the gym like I'd like to do that too so Mm. how can we strike a balance here and it comes back to those conversations it comes back to kind of raising how you're feeling because we know that nobody's a mind reader and uh taking it out on the dishes isn't going to help anybody yeah (laughs) as we've talked about yeah yeah it's true and it may be worth saying look when I see you going out and working out and serving yourself in terms of improving yourself and putting energy into yourself, I feel envious and I all of a sudden say, oh, but I don't have enough time. And I find this coming up for me. So can we work together so that this sort of naysaying, oh, must be nice thing, I find myself that's coming up for me. So, you know, what is it? And then sometimes, you know, we often find just like you're saying, right? Like we are often squeezing things in our day that is not actually required that we're bending over backwards where we, if we could delegate a bit more, you know, maybe we're doing a bunch of stuff, but our kids are in their mid teens and they could actually be doing a lot of the stuff that you find yourself slaving over and so forth. And, and your partner might actually help you to sort of take a full inventory and realize like, what am I overdoing? 
or that mom's yeah. group where I'm always bringing, I'm always spending hours baking something for this mom's group where I'm always, um, I've taken on a disproportionate role on the committee where I find myself, I'm always taking the notes or I'm, you know, there's ways to prune down and actually find time. It sounds shocking. But if you're looking and oriented at the problem in the same direction as your partner, that your partner may, and this is hard, but your partner may be able to point out, like, I notice that you're, you spend a lot of time doing this and I don't know if it's necessary. Like, is it possible yeah. to delegate that thing? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it, it sounds like a crockery pot is about to be broken here, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's hard to take those words kindly if your partner's like, I think you're spending too much time on this. Do you want to try to yeah. delegate? What? <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Yeah, I think, um, you know, if you start from the premise that anything's possible, mm. then, you know, that can help you when you're stuck in that position where you feel like you mm. are doing everything and you've created this situation um, that feels impossible to get out of. Mm. So if you start with that premise that anything's, if I believe that anything's possible, what would oh. I do? Um, so that's like a really good way to try oh, and kind yeah. of uh, to switch it around a little bit and not get caught in that trap mm-hmm. I have realized um, recently that I am actually when I get angry and cross and annoyed like I actually clean the house and I've oh. <laughs> I've never really noticed it before and I was thinking about it the other day and I think it's when you're in that place that's a way of having some sort of control mm. is um, mm. I can control kind of the environment that I'm in right oh, now. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I don't actually get angry and annoyed very often, though. So the house ah. kind of suffers <laughs> as a result. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we need to poke your buttons and poke the bear a little bit more. Maybe. <laughs> get that house maybe. Clean. Oh, man. <laughs> so there's a lot lurking under the surface of this topic. This is a beautiful topic because this just... Yeah. You know, if if ever there there were a topic that really gets you fast and furious acquainted with your own stuff, this is it. Yeah. Because yeah. this does not have anything to do with your partner's change. It really is. It's saying so much about yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Completely, completely. So in terms of coping, I guess, you know, there are there are things that you can do to help you cope. So, you know, deploying tactics like journaling, meditation, really using some of those tools to try and understand who you are and what's going on for you Mm. I think can be quite powerful and quite useful Mm -hmm. um exercises to go through um you know so if if every day you you can kind of feel this coming up for you then you can start by just writing a few things down and getting out of your head yeah or going for a walk outside and really just trying to kind of um I guess, challenge yourself to think about what's happening and why, you know, ask yourself some of those questions. Like, why does this bother me so much? Mm -hmm. Why do I feel the way that I feel? Mm -hmm. What are my feelings? What is it that I'm feeling? And really try and kind of make sense of it, I think, is a good place to start. Oh, yeah. I encourage people to get so selfish here. It is not about your partner. It is get so selfish and into yourself, like Mm. completely, you know, go back to the beginning. How did I find myself? What did I dream that I would be doing in my life at this point in time? What did my 17 year old self look forward into where I am right now and see where I'm at? Am I living my best life? Am I, you know, living my passions? Am I, is there anything that I put in a box and put away for later Mm. because I didn't deserve it or because I thought my partner was a certain way? Get the darn boxes out. Let's start unpacking yeah. them. Let's get super selfish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Ooh, 
Oh, that's a zinger. I feel like I want to go for some sort of power walk now. <laughs> I don't know if this is like the vaccine or whether I'm just feeling delirious, but like I'm this, this is feeling great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we are on it today. Ooh, totally. Considering I'm feeling slightly hungover after uh, oh. yesterday's dinner as well. I think oh. I think we're doing all right. You've, I think you're so. suffering from a vaccine hangover <laughs> exactly. and I'm suffering from a real hangover. <laughs> I think we should do this every week. You have a few glasses of red and I'll get a vaccine every week and We'll, we'll record the day after. <laughs> yeah. All right. Absolutely. You're on. <laughs> right on. <laughs> I definitely got a better deal out of that one. Though. <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm just like, I, I'm actually pretty jazzed about how my immune system is like rolling. I'm like, damn, this is like, whew, I can feel it like re- revving up. So I don't know. I think I could, I could do this every week. <laughs> but guys, don't take more vaccine doses than is recommended. No. But do get your vaccine. Yes. And also enjoy a glass of red. Yeah. Maybe once in a while more than one. Absolutely. <laughs> but only once in a while. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, right. Well, that got us in the mood. We are in the mood for sure. <laughs> yeah. Would you like to answer a question? <gasps> yes, please. Okay. Let's go. So this week's question is, um, is it okay for my partner to follow other women on social media? <gasps> Whew. Whoa. Okay. Let's go. <laughs> let's. Let's. Yeah. So what I would say is pretty much what we've just said for the hot topic. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like everything that we've just shared, like totally rings true for this. Mm. So if it's bothering you, and clearly it is bothering this person because they've mm-hmm. taken the time to write in and ask the question, mm-hmm. what is it that makes you feel the way that you're feeling about this because Mm. for me it sounds like there's some insecurities coming up it sounds like there's some jealousy there's Mm -hmm. low kind of confidence low self-esteem there are some some issues there that this is provoking in you to be asking this question yeah and listen I mean you know and I'm gonna sort of declare my age here because I'm obviously crossed 40 but like the issue of sort of the curated airbrushed image on Instagram is so problematic for younger folk and younger yeah. girls that it, this is a devastating contribution to poor mental health. Um, mm. This feeling that everybody else is prettier, your boyfriend following other women on social media is probably like these gorgeously curated images that are not even real. And you can never, ever catch up to that. There's You can't even mm. hold a candle to that image. And again, it's an image. It's not the real person. It's the curated image. And it's yeah. devastating. It's like the scourge of our time. Mm. If I can talk like an old person. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can talk like an old person. I can talk like, like we didn't have that, right? Like this was not like following other beautiful images on social media was not something we had to worry about when we were going through this horrible time. Well, it wasn't, but there's always been there's always been images out there, right? So mm. whether that's in magazines or mm. I remember it was always your mum's catalogue that oh. people would look at. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so I think it's always been around. I think, yes, it's more readily available now because it's in the palm of your hand and yeah. on your phone. So, and I guess you can kind of see what's going on, whereas um, a lot of the behaviour that used to happen was kind of behind closed doors. You didn't mm-hmm. really see it, but now it is all there. It's out there in the public and... 
you know, you've got more insight into kind of what's going on, I guess. Mm -hmm. But I do think that I totally agree with everything that you're saying that, you know, these images aren't real, they're Mm. they're touched up, they're not necessarily even the real person. Mm -hmm. But it still comes back to you, it comes back to uh what are the feelings that are coming up and why why are you feeling the way that you're feeling because the reality is it shouldn't matter if they're following Mm. somebody on instagram or social media or or they're kind of looking at something it shouldn't that shouldn't be a thing it is so true yeah so i do get that you know it is real it's real for people to feel you know especially with the whole lockdown and you know people have so many people are saying kind of how much they've put on weight and Mm. so I get that that can make you feel maybe more insecure than you would be Mm. um ordinarily but I'd you know it just goes back to really trying to understand yourself um understand what's coming up for you um and then what do you want to do with that like because you can't I don't believe that you can tell your partner not to follow other people on on social media right because we don't have a right to say that it's not a crime there's you know there's nothing it's not really doing anything wrong it's uh it's true and to flip that around it's not empowering to say that the only reason why my partner would stay with me is if they don't see anything else out there if they're just kind of locked in a box yeah but it is true that if the only reason why you think your partner is with you is because they are not exposed to anything better then wouldn't it be nice to be able to flip the power here and say like give her you know, follow anybody you want, explore whatever you want, because I'm going to know what I bring to the table. I don't need to eliminate my competition. Yeah. And that feels so much more powerful, doesn't it? To, you know, even just listening to those words, like it feels more powerful. And I feel like I'm in control. I feel like I am proud of who I am. Yeah. So what gets you proud of who you are? Yeah, because that's that's key. It's absolutely key. Yeah. Like, wouldn't it be amazing to be like, follow whoever you want? Like, I'm a yeah. badass bitch. Like, you you yeah. don't get better than me. Wouldn't that be awesome? Yes, too, right? Yes, yeah. it would. And yeah. we are. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And so are all of our beautiful listeners. Hell yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, rather than being fearful, like, oh no, my boyfriend's going to go and find something that they're going to like want to go and chase instead of me. Wouldn't it be awesome to be like, give her, like, follow all like the hotties that you want to. And then how do I sort of work on my game? So I, you know, actually getting into the growth thing, the more that you're growing and expanding and learning and, you know, working on all the things that make you passionate and make you feel good, that comes out of you inside and out. You can Mm. see that radiance inside and out and you can't hold a candle to that sort of radiance. If you're showing up in your own life, 150%, no uh, Kardashian can beat that. Yeah. Yeah. And if you are kind of worried about your partner's, um kind of seeing somebody else that they like or seeing an alternative then do you know what that's a good thing because it means that you're with the wrong person oh. so if they mm-hmm. and whilst I was reminded of a um saying that um I heard a long time ago which is when you're with the wrong one you're missing out on the right one oh um, true and we often mm-hmm. kind of get caught in these relationships where we th- out of kind of again fear-based decisions like Mm -hmm. I don't I'll never meet anybody else like so you you kind of stay with somebody because you think that there isn't an alternative Mm. but it's just so not true so if you are um concerned or worried that your partner's going to see something you know somebody else that they like better well then they're not the right person for you yeah oh nice okay yeah I completely agree with that Mm. and that's a hard one so you know if you need to reach out for help 
you know, it's a hard thing to kind of get your mind into realizing your own power because we often feel so powerless and on the back foot when we're looking at all the amazing images out there. Yeah. So it's really hard to sort of step into our power. So if you need help, just, you know, give us a ring. Yeah, definitely. I would start by um, just maybe start with a positivity list Mm -hmm. for yourself, about yourself. Like, Mm -hmm. that's a great place to start. It's just kind of look in the mirror and notice you have to pick one thing that you like about yourself um, and just start writing that list. Yeah, nice. And then every time something happens where you think, oh, you know, somebody pays you a compliment or then write it on the list. And that get I, I'm reminded of your blog post because that's trying to reverse the negative bias because we don't yeah. pay attention when positive affirmations come our way. We're always listening for the negatives. Yeah. So I love what you're saying is get intentional, start writing out the positive, start writing it out when like, yeah. you know, somebody pays you a compliment on the street. Yeah. It's such a common thing, isn't it? Like somebody says, oh, um, like I really like your dress today. Yeah. And we're kind of, it's so common just to brush that off. Oh, yeah. this old thing, I've had it for ages. Yeah. And the best response to a compliment is to say, thank you very much. It's yeah. kind of you to say so. Yeah. And then just allowing that to sink in and yeah. um, having a physical list is a great way to just remind yourself. Um, mm-hmm. Do you remember mm-hmm. when, so Anna and I went to the same coach school And there was an exercise on one of the sessions that we did where people had to, you had a um, piece of paper stuck on your back and people had to write what (gasps) they admired about you. Do you remember that exercise? I certainly do. I think I still have the piece of paper, I think. Yeah, Mm -hmm. me too. Mm -hmm. And it's such a lovely thing to, um, you know, you can even reach out to your friends and just say, um, tell me one thing that you like about me. And you can send that to a, you know, a couple of friends and and you end up with with a great list then of just some really nice positive statements about yourself. And surprising and shocking. And even if you run this with people who've maybe only known you for like a few days or a few weeks or so forth, it's shocking how much people see you and see the good in you. It's really amazing. Oh my gosh, that was just such a mind altering, heart altering activity. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a 360 for your heart for those who come from corporate and do that whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Oh, I love that. Thank you for bringing that memory forward. That was an incredible exercise. Yeah. It was. It was very nice. Do it with your girlfriends, get them around the table, um, share what you like about each other. Don't be afraid to share your feelings. Yeah. Oh, Mm. I like that. Yeah. All right, I'm right. I'm with you five thousand percent. Yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. a lot better now. Yeah, it's amazing yeah. how podcast perks you right up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we're just doing this for ourselves because it makes us feel good. But we're hoping that maybe if we put it out there, it's like maybe you'll feel some kind of good vibes, like we do. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah, everyone needs a few positive vibes in their life. Well, especially now we're sort of getting out yes. and, you know, some of us are emerging from a really, really hard time. So, yeah. you know, feel like we need all the positive vibes we can get right now. Too right. I was walking around, um, we were walking around New York City. We, we, we live in the northern part of Manhattan and it's this weird block. It's only a few kilometers or a few miles, but to actually get down to like where the action is around Midtown and stuff, it takes a, a concerted effort, a mind shift, because we often just mm. sort of stick around where we are. And we realize that whenever we get out, we're a lot happier when we actually get and explore the city. But the city in, 
you know, even though there's a lot of stuff that's now opening, it's really just like a shadow, still a shadow of what it was. Yeah. Uh, tourism hasn't really resumed. Broadway is still dark. I think it's going to open up, uh, you know, maybe September or so. But as we were sort of walking around, we realized like this positive vibe around us, like this is an incredible thing. Like we, we need to get injections of this positivity of just walking around the streets and just feeling all the, um, you know, looking at the lights, looking at the, you know, the, 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 the mm. sh- like window shopping, look at all the beautiful yeah. displays in the windows and stuff. And even if it's not what it was and, you know, it's still quite desolate, the city is still quite desolate, but there's just some gorgeous things. So, you know, step out of your comfort zone st- and, and you know, get some good fun going. Yeah. That's what we're doing. Sounds good. I'm on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> so are there any good plans for you for this week? Um, well, it's my partner's birthday on Wednesday, so um, we did celebrate last night, but we'll, um, I've arranged a little family uh, meal for him on Wednesday night. So, oh, beautiful. Because I'm such a good girlfriend. Oh my God, you're so wonderful. I am. <laughs> and I made a breakfast twice this weekend. So yeah, what? I am a good girlfriend. Oh my gosh, you are so good. Yeah. 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 It doesn't matter what, like no Instagram beauty could hold a candle up to you <laughs> that's awesome yeah i'm definitely on a uh, full marks for top girlfriend award yeah. this weekend good good so, yeah. gold stars yeah. what about you have you got plans oh that's a good question um i didn't paddle over the weekend so i think i'm gonna try it was it's been really windy so i think i'm gonna try to get that in uh mm. this week yeah, yeah another paddle on the river and it's warming up warming up so you know i might be able to ditch my wetsuit in a uh, a few weeks. I'm a bit of a weenie. I don't like being cold, so I probably wear my wetsuit no, longer either. than other people. Yeah, right? Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. Don't like cold. Yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely more suited to a warmer climate, that's for sure. Ah, uh, yes. Things just feel so much better when you're in the sunshine, don't they? Sunshine and a beautiful warm ocean, like on a beach. You know, you have like nice barbecues in the summer and like even cooking just seems easier in the summer. Do you not think? Everything does. I completely agree. Easier and nicer. when you're not having to chase the cold or or run away from the cold. If even yeah. at night in the evening you don't have to wear like a big yeah. parka. Yes, I know. It feels it's it's the definition of freedom. I mean, yeah. human beings originated from warm climates, right? Like I, I, you know, the civilization didn't start in Canada, for God's sakes. <laughs> it didn't start in the UK. <laughs> so so there there's something to it. There's something about our evolution. We love being in warmth. Yeah. I feel it. It just makes you feel happier. Bring on the sunshine. Let's do it. Come on, Summer, I'm ready. Come on, let's do this. (laughs) Nice. All right, Um, we should probably stop chatting now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes I think we forget that people listen to this. (laughs) I know, exactly. We just start going off and like, so Sarah, what are you going to be doing this week? I know, rope it in, rope it in. Let's Uh, get her going. Let's let's bring it back. Let our listeners, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Well, thanks to everyone who's been listening thus far. We appreciate it. Yes. Yeah. yeah, the stats are looking good. They are. People are liking it, which is good. Yeah. And yeah. even if we're going to be like suntanned and hungover, we're going to still be bringing you this podcast every week. We are here and on it. Yeah. I said to my other half, come on, you need to get a move on because I need to go and entertain the nation now. It's a hard job. Somebody's got to do it. It is, but we're there. <laughs> oh, lovely. <laughs> All right. Um, right on. Okay. That was fun. It was fun. Absolutely. Yeah. Food for thought. Yeah. Same time, same place next week. Yeah. Till next week. All right. All right. Bye. So that's it for another week of Geordie Lass and Doc Sass. We hope you've enjoyed listening as much as we've enjoyed chatting. 
get in touch and share your questions for relationship remedies and any hot topics you want us to cover. If you need help navigating all things relationships, Anna and Sarah are available for one-on-one coaching support. Email info at geordielass.com. Please remember to like, share, subscribe if you've enjoyed listening. And if you've not, how on earth have you made it this far? I promise we'll try harder next time.